Welcome to The Hold Room with ACC, a quick update on all things relating to airport development as well as the Airport Consultants Council. This episode is part of a new passenger experience series hosted by ACC's Terminal and Facilities Committee. In this series, we are collecting the experiences and perspectives of different types of users of the airport passenger terminal including business travelers, leisure travelers, airport executives, airport, airline, TSA, and concession staff, and airport consultant staff, to name a few. For more information on this series and the hosts, go back and give the first episode a listen to. Joining Delia and Max in the hold room today is Kevin Booman. Kevin is representing large airports in our podcast series. Listen to what he has to tell us about the changing passenger experience at SFO. Welcome to the Hold Room and this episode on the new passenger experience. Today, we turn our focus to commercial operations at airports and are joined by Kevin Booman, Chief Commercial Officer at San Francisco International Airport. It's such a pleasure to have you with us today in the Hold Room. Kevin, can you please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Good morning. Thanks for having me on today. It's great to be here. Uh, I began as the chief commercial officer here last fall in San Francisco. It's a new position here at the airport. Our former CFO, Leo Furman, retired uh, last year. There was some reorganization done and they took uh, at the time what was a, a chief business and finance position and created a CFO position and a CCO position. I'm proud to have been selected to serve in that role here as, as the first uh, chief commercial officer for SFO. Prior to joining the team here, I was in San Luis Obispo. I was the director of airports for San Luis Obispo County for seven years. And then prior uh, to that, I was working in the North Lake Tahoe area and I was at Truckee Tahoe Airport, served in several roles there and finished my time there as director of aviation. Thank you for that. So. Kevin, how has the pandemic affected you in your job and operations at SFO? You know, airports all over, the pandemic's had a, a massive effect on our business, on our facilities, on our staff. It really hasn't left any area untouched of the entire enterprise. But like many areas, we're in recovery at various points of recovery, I would say. Everything doesn't come back at the same pace. San Francisco was hit exceptionally hard. You know, when you, you look at uh, the coastal hubs versus the mid-continent hubs, our business went way, way down and to the tune of over 90% down by some measures at the bottom. But we're coming back, albeit slowly. San Francisco, you know, pre-pandemic had about 26% of our traffic was international. And we're only seeing a fraction of that at this point. It is there, but it's very small. And why does that matter? Because, you know, when, when we look at our, our network here, you know, the domestic network feeds a portion of that international traffic. So you can only see domestic recovery growing to a point until we have the international feed uh, to drive the, the remainder of the domestic recovery. And then when we look at the, the economics of the international passenger and, and their spend and their, their impact on the airport, uh, both of the passenger and the airlines, 
the economic recovery will not be complete for this airport until we see a, a growing portion of international traffic. I know that a lot of the leisure traffic is starting to come back at a much faster pace than the business travel. And, you know, we talked about the international traveler. With all of the rules, regulations, policies, mandates during the pandemic, I know that it's been really hard for airports, concessions, tenants. It's been really hard for everybody to just respond to all of those changes. And it's probably the same case for SFO. I know when we were talking to some of the other airports and airlines in our podcasts, there was a lot of mention in the conversations that we had around touchless technology, some of the innovative solutions that have come out of the pandemic. Is there anything at San Francisco in terms of the technology improvements that have sort of arisen out of the pandemic? In terms of something that is entirely unique to this, I can't say anything comes to mind immediately, but I will say it has propelled our thinking on touchless. You know, we implemented parking reservations last fall. And and while that you know, is not unique to our airport or the industry in general. It's a, a way to bring touchless to that experience in, in ways that we hadn't had before. So um, I, I think it certainly raised the visibility on those investments and why they are not just a good idea, but in some cases even expected by the passenger. You know, the, the technology that's been out there, whether it's, you know, around HVAC systems or, or cleaning and many of those other things, some of that was already in place here, just uh, given the age of, of, you know, maybe some of our newer terminals versus our older ones. The really key piece of this, I think, is as we look at new technologies in the airport and whether it's around the terminal and the physical plant or whether it's around the customer experience, I think this event will create a real imperative to look at, well, what does this do for our, our health and safety initiatives? Does this help move us forward in that direction? Because there is a new imperative that comes out of this. I feel like the industry, much like, you know, 9-11 really changed our posture and our policies and our procedures around physical security. The pandemic is going to do the same around health security. That's actually a great segue into our next question. (laughs) If you could make one suggestion for improving the passenger experience, what would it be? And it doesn't have to be related to health and safety. It could be Mm. anything. Well, you know, I feel like um, the future lies in digital. And as, as overly simplistic as that sounds, I, you know, San Francisco has done a really remarkable job over the past many, many years of, of building beautiful terminals with beautiful amenities and a, a passenger experience in the physical sense that is often unmatched. I think our next horizon is how do we bring the, the digital to that that really goes all the way back into the, the journey of the traveler that starts with really dreaming of travel, right? Like just that kind of dream to plan and that San Francisco is appropriately engaged with the passenger at that level, all the way through to planning up to day of travel to then in terminal to uh, post travel. And that we fully evolve the digital experience on, on all platforms, on all fronts in an integrated fashion to bring completeness to the to the trip that uh, you know the airlines have done a wonderful job of really building out the the tools that they bring to the passenger for uh, you know evaluating tickets and itineraries and pricing up to you know hey you get the text the night before about your gate or a flight delay and then you get a little bit of information in the airport 
and then you might get a survey after you travel. And, and that, is a, that is a very defined, important part of the journey that, that, um, that the airline really owns the customer. But there's a whole lot of that journey on either end that, that the airport is a very important piece of that. And we can do a lot more than we have done in the past. And so I, I really see that future around digital. Um, we're at a unique point right now where it's you know revenue recovery with traveler recovery, but it's also challenged by you know the overall financial condition of the airport really drives some thinking around how do we find interesting ways to evolve our revenue that don't involve a heavy investment, and and that's probably our biggest focal point right now is is there are opportunities out there, but. Um, until we get further along in recovery, uh, significant investments on on a lot of projects, whether it's a, a built project or a digital project, are are going to be hard to come by. Yeah, we spoke to a couple of um, uh, hospitality providers, and um, it was really interesting. They were kind of saying the same thing, Kevin. They were talking about like, I think it's this is kind of the new age of looking into door to door experiences and. And when I mean door to door, I mean like when you book your plane ticket and are about to like walk out of the door, there could be a partnership that you have with airports have with Uber or airlines have with Uber or Lyft um, or any of those other TNC companies um, all the way to when they when the passenger gets onto the onto the plane and, and that digital experience and as you said, fully evolving that digital experience mm -hmm. is going to be able to really start connecting the the dots in the passenger journey and really offer that seamless service. So I'm yeah, totally on board with, with what you're saying. As you look at those points in the passenger journey where there is anxiety or uncertainty around what is going to happen, so the passenger response is, is get there early and then figure it out when you're there, right? Because time, which is the commodity you're trading in air travel, is what passengers are reinvesting into the journey to create certainty. And in reality, can bring digital to that journey in ways that allows them to use their time differently. They may still choose to show up early, but maybe then they're enjoying a, a drink at the bar or they're shopping or they go to one of our yoga rooms. There's so many other ways that they could use that precious commodity of time in their trip rather than, oh my gosh, I don't know how long the line at security is going to be, so I'm going to get there an extra hour early. And then what? It's this constant exchange of uncertainty and time in that pre-travel realm, what the current situation is at the airport and, and how to navigate that. And right now with leisure travel being such a high component of our customer base, just in walking around the terminals, the experience of the average traveler right now is lower than average. You don't have the the frequent business traveler in the mix. But I think if you look at people who travel infrequently or haven't traveled in a long time, it's evident as you walk around. There's there's just a uh, an inherent aspect of leisure travelers to that. They, they're not on the road every week. They they aren't as, as agile in the airport. And so as, as I think about the power of digital right now, if we had it with, with leisure travel being this large component, I think it could be quite impactful in that segment could be desirable. I know you've already talked about this a little bit, but what does a positive passenger experience mean to you? That's a fantastic question. I think the the positive passenger experience is one that it exceeds expectations in positive ways. It, it has elements of, 
of surprise and delight in it, you know, of moments in that in that whole experience, right? That um, places perhaps where there was friction in previous journeys or anticipated friction, it's just not there, right? There's clear signage that takes you easily to your check-in or your bag drop or your gate. The lines are short. Birds are singing, you know, the rainbows on the horizon, right? I mean, it's like, how, how idyllic can you make this, right? It can be so much more at times than what it is. And, and the what it is is often uh, impacts of, of peak volume or construction. And as soon as you have one of those unanticipated moments, the stress goes up, the enjoyment goes down, because now you're you're just in in this recovery mode through the journey and there's no one definition to it i think everyone would define it differently but i think we've all had a trip that we can point to that we would say was really really good but we've all had a lot of really really good trips that we can't recall and and so you know that absence of recollection is well it was a successful trip right i i got through the airport nothing happened <laughs> You know that it's the it's the it's the great trip we all forget and and that's fine but then you know i think about like our sfo museum and for somebody who maybe hasn't been to sfo and seen that you know there's a there's an impactful moment when you start seeing the art we have around the airport and some of the incredible historical photography and displays that's a really impressive feature of our airport that um, for somebody who who either has forgotten about that or has never seen it that's an incredible moment in their trip that if they have the time to sit there and engage with that and, and enjoy it, ideally that's something that in the trip that nothing else goes wrong with, they take that with them and are talking about that of, you know, gosh, my trip through the airport, there was this museum and it was wonderful and it was cool and, <laughs> you know, everything else went fine. But let me tell you about the really good part. All these little moments in that experience that are, you know, either part of the, the, the built environment or part of what the airport does to engage and and create experiences along the way, uh, there's there's so much opportunity there, and and a lot of it doesn't cost a lot of money. Harvey Milk Terminal, Terminal One at SFO, is one of my favorite terminals of all time. It's a beautiful building. It's got artwork everywhere, and I love the fact that it's attributed to Harvey Milk, first openly gay elected official in the United States. That's a big deal. Huge, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and whom so, folks that aren't from the Bay Area or or astute on politics probably wouldn't know that story. I see a question in the chat here regarding the museum and how do you drive passengers to spaces like the museum while keeping anxiety low enough to enjoy it fully. That that's a great question, right? Because if you are having this this challenged journey that uh, is impacted by crowds and other things, how do you create the desire or the the ability for somebody to enjoy it. I think one of those is, is simply in our design. Like I think a, a big piece of it uh, is ensuring that the displays are on the journey path, that it's almost integral to it. And you could take 10 seconds or 30 seconds or 10 minutes and stop and enjoy it. I think placement and design are key. Um, and, and creating things, engaging elements of airports, it's meaningful to them. They could gain something from it. You know, the other piece I think too here is that we change those things. So 
they rotate and and whether that's a, a museum type function or whether you know it's your your commercial offerings other parts of the airport keeping it fresh and keeping it real nobody gets excited about something they see all the time there's things they like to see all the time that are kind of those anchor points but on the other hand having elements that are changing and dynamic is is i think a part of that excitement too as i travel around to airports of all sizes what are the most unique things about this airport I know one of the things I've really liked about San Francisco every time I've flown out of it, the art displays that are right along the path. Even in Terminal 2, they've got those. Terminal 2 is designed somewhat a little bit differently than some of the other terminals that are more linear. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Terminal 2, you've got the gates surrounding like the concessions, the, the food. And I always thought that those types of spaces were actually pretty unique in that you don't even have to sit in the hold room to wait for your plane. A lot of the airlines have um, the alerts that you can get on your phone. And I know a lot of our listeners are, they're architects, engineers, and planners. And I guess the question to you, Kevin, is are there, just in, in thinking about the design of the airport and how that affects the customer experience. And for me, like at Terminal 2, having that middle area is really unique for me and very memorable, but is there anything that you would want to provide in part to our listeners that are engineers, architects, planners that are involved in the designing of the airport? Is there anything you would say to them to, from your perspective, to improve the passenger experience? Well, foundational to passenger experience is, is design. You know, I, I think if, if you imagine everything I was talking about with this, you know, fully evolved digital experience and you did that in the most um, rudimentary terminal that didn't have the the amenities, the aesthetic, the, the comfort, uh, the convenience, I, I don't think the digital would be successful. It, 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 you have to have both. And, and you know, our, our system has evolved in a way that we, we do great built terminals uh, throughout the U.S., throughout the world, we're, we're very evolved in that space. The digital layer is now coming into it. Um, I think it's hugely important. I mean, in San Francisco, it defines, you know, much of the identity and the culture of the of the airport, the city, the region. There's there's an aesthetic to that 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 we propel. We've we've done a lot of work around that with our, you know, our reach program and other other ways that we communicate that you know, design standard is probably too narrow of a, a term, but the way that we want to evolve our facilities and the the experience that passengers derive from them purely by the way, you know, that the light moves through the facility, the way that the signage is hung, the way that the, you know, the, the floors are designed and this, you know, all the things with ceiling height and hold room design, um, there, there's so much to that that, uh, in a in a in a really really well designed terminal, that that frictionless experience I mentioned earlier becomes enabled by that design, um, and and you know just as some elements of, of uh, passenger engagement don't cost a lot of money, terminals on the other hand typically cost a lot of money. There there are some neat things you can do that that um, are rather economical, but at the same time a, a lot of a a highly evolved design is going to be investment based and that you know that comes down to you know just beyond the the 
the desires of the airport. You know, what's the capability uh, financially? What's the relationship with the airlines? And are, are they willing to support those kind of investments to, to elevate the experience? Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot that goes into that. But I, I think, you know, for somebody who is in a, a planning or a design role at an airport, their job is extremely important because you know, those, those details. I mean, we could, we could talk a whole podcast just about bathrooms, right? I mean, like there, there, there is a moment in a passenger journey that can be really good, not memorable or really bad. And you want the first two. <laughs> so, uh, you know, San Francisco's done a lot of work in our bathroom designs. We've, we've got different generations of those around the airport that are, are notable. <laughs> um, but, but that's a, that's a very key piece of this. And, Yes, I, I, I couldn't emphasize that enough that I, I think the success will start with with those facilities, how they're evolved, the care, the detail, uh, you know, to your comment, Max, about the stories you're telling in those facilities, whether it's it's about, you know, a, a prominent local figure or whether it's about the history of the region or art, what you what life do you bring to that? Because an airport can be a big empty building, too. And, and so you have to breathe some of the um, some elements of, of life and culture to it in, in many ways that can make it um, very exciting. Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about your perspective on the passenger experience, both past and future. And uh, we really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. It's always nice to talk about uh, our shared challenges and opportunities in this industry. Thanks for joining us in The Hold Room for this special podcast series exploring the new passenger experience. You can find more from this series on the ACC Training Hub. That's training.acconline.org backslash the-hold-room or wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Follow us for more content from the Airport Consultants Council. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating or review and by telling your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Thank you.